30 seconds, reality as you know it will cease to exist. In its place, you will find a new dimension, identical to the one you left behind, only slightly better. Take a deep breath and open your mind to the magic within you. This is no ordinary podcast. This podcast is with Richard It's Sunday night and I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. Last week, the Attorney General of Kentucky, Daniel Cameron, announced the grand jury's decision on whether to indict the officers involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. Both the city and the country braced for the announcement, with the mayor of Louisville declaring a preemptive state of emergency. But you didn't need to be a wizard to predict that the decision would be a disappointment for anyone seeking justice. Since the announcement last Wednesday, there's been a 9 p.m. curfew for the whole city. Helicopters circle overhead at night, and just blocks from my house, camouflaged troops with large guns are using the donut shop parking lot as a staging ground. I've gotten texts from friends making sure I'm okay and asking how crazy it is here, but the strange thing is how political upheaval and normal life can sit so close together. The donut shop is still open for business, with masked dog walkers picking up glazed donuts while troops stand around a heavy armored vehicle 15 feet away. And here I am, working on a podcast episode at home before my fiance and I head out to the local Unitarian church to help offer sanctuary to protesters seeking refuge from police violence. Political upheaval and normal life sitting side by side. So for this episode, it felt too strange to not mention the circumstances surrounding its release, but it's also not an episode about politics, protest, or racial justice. It's an episode about sex, love, and magic that I recorded with Brie Renee, a Louisville tarot reader and podcaster, more than a month ago, before the upheaval of normal life, my normal life, put this podcast on hold. So before we get to that, I just wanted to say, if you're able to, please donate to community bail funds in Black Lives Matter, whether that's in Louisville, your own city, or a national organization. A quick Google search can help you find amazing organizations who will use your donations to support those on the front line of this movement. And in the conversations you find yourself in, please remember that narratives around property destruction and looting are an intentional distraction from the real story, which is about the destruction of countless lives through state-sanctioned violence and the looting of an entire people's economic well-being by a system of racist exploitation and white supremacy. And now, there's no real way to gracefully transition, but I'm going to do my best to jump from political upheaval to normal life and say that I met Bree when I first arrived in Louisville, where she was doing tarot reading at an event to support the black artist community. I grabbed her business card and checked out her podcast, Love, Sex, and Magic, which Bree started in 2016 when she began to notice that her friends, family, and people in general were often disconnected from their relationships, sexuality, and spirituality. 
Bree positioned herself at this intersection, a very powerful magical crossroads indeed, and has been bridging the gap between kink and the occult ever since, from her own sexual magic practice, to helping organize play parties for Louisville's community of color, to offering counsel on matters of the heart using tarot and astrology. Now, some of you might not know this, but in another lifetime, long before I became a wizard, I used to write a sex column, so I couldn't pass up an opportunity to visit my old sex-positive stomping grounds and chat with Bree about how to make sex magical. Hi, Bree. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Ritual Space. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What is our magic word going to be today? Spider. Spider. <laughs> yes. Okay, spider. So on the count of three, we're going to say spider. One, two, three. Spider. spider. Now, I know that we're sitting out on my porch here in Louisville, and there are definitely some spiders and webs everywhere. Is that what inspired this? Yes, because I'm looking at like four beautiful looking yellowy spiders, and I was like, oh, that's the word. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at them, and I'm not afraid, so this is good. That's good. Okay. I mean, we can work through some fear. We can do a little shadow work, but I don't <laughs> think that's really our focus today. Nah. And I think spider's great because it gets into the idea of webs and being tied up and lots of fun stuff oh, the there. the BDSM. What's that? <laughs> the BDSM. The BDSM. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to talk about how to make sex magical. And I would love to start by getting your journey into each of these. So let's talk about magic first. Or which came first? Were you interested in sex or magic first? Um... I think getting interested in the magic part kind of sparked me being interested in exploring more things sexually. Yeah. So. Okay. So tell me about your journey into magic. Okay. Um, so it all started way back when. Um, I was always into astrology, but it was always that very topical newspaper um I got to look at my horoscope. Yeah, that horoscope newspaper stuff. And then one year somebody brought me a astrology book and it had birthdays like down to like favorite colors and like lucky number like beyond Isn't that the, big like the every birthday one? Yes. I've seen that one. That so one's a wild one. That kind of got me into it and then from there I started moving into okay, there's a whole birth chart in here? What? Okay, let me look into that. So I started studying my own birth chart because I was like, well, I don't want to study anybody else's deep, dark secrets. Let me figure me out first. And I started realizing, okay, stuff is starting to correlate, starting to make sense. Um, so then I did like my dad and then my mom. And I'm like, oh my God, I figured out things. <laughs> yeah. I know stuff. You cracked the code. Yes, I now know things. And now I know how to deal with you people according to your birth chart and I get what I want. Mm -hmm. Yes. Teenage me was like, <laughs> yes. Um, after that, I kind of got into crystals. I started seeing people. Um, I would go to different things and I see people wearing these big rocks on their neck. And I'm like, what kind of rock is that? Yeah. Is a rock? Can I, can I see a rock? <laughs> Um, and from there, I started That's learning. still the level that I'm at. I'm like, yeah. you literally just gave me some crystals, <laughs> and I was like, oh, magic rocks! <laughs> and I kind of 
looked at the ones that I liked and I started Googling stuff. So mm -hmm. I learned about rose quartz because it was pink. And I was yeah. like, well, I've never seen pink rock before. Yeah. Um, and started Googling amethyst, selenite, black tourmaline, all of these things. And then from there, kind of got me into wondering, because I've always kind of been marched to the beat of my own drum. And mm -hmm. like once I hit like teenage years, I was like, I'm not going to church anymore because they yeah. can't explain anything to me. I was that person that the preacher like hated to see after service because I'd be like, so in the Bible, it says this, this and this. So why? Yeah. And he's like, Brie, it's it's a it's a metaphor. And yeah. I'm like, but why can't we just why can't, why are they speaking to us in metaphors? We're people. Just tell us the truth. Yeah. So it went from there and kind of spread into learning about African traditional religions and then um, paganism, Wicca. I kind of looked into all of it and kind of felt my way Seeking around and questioning, yeah. yeah, to see what felt right for me. So I, of course, relate most to the African traditional religions. That's I like it. It's mm -hmm. my thing. But I also am in a place where I keep my personal spiritual practice very, very, very private. Mm. So people know like that I practice spirituality, but I don't delve into my whole practice in right. public because it's a closed practice. So it's a lot. I enjoy it, but um, kind of learning all of that stuff and then learning about sex magic itself mm -hmm kind of opened the door for me to start exploring like kink, BDSM, things like that. And I'm like, oh, I like this. That's <laughs> like, wild. I, I like all of this. What? What? <laughs> what? Do you know what was the first thing that you saw that started talking about sex magic? Uh, uh, something on like Facebook or Instagram and one of those random. Those you portals end up that in are, those are groups and people just, yeah, yeah, people just add you to those groups and oh, you're yeah. like, how did I get here? Or it's like, you've been accepted. And I'm like, I didn't ask to join, but okay, I'm going to poke I, around in I remember, here. I get a lot of weird stuff on Facebook and uh, someone added me as a friend and I was like, okay, you know, sure. Like, this is some, you know, like magic weirdo guy in Scotland or something like, okay. And then the next time I checked Facebook, I had so many notifications because oh he had gosh. invited me to like 45 different Facebook wow, pages. That's a lot. And they were all <laughs> like, they were all like queer pagan spirituality groups that mm -hmm. had like, it's like, dude, just have one group. These groups all clearly have the same right. theme and they're just like slight variations. Right. And it's I was like, like bisexual witchery and then yeah. queer witchery and then pansexual witchery. And I'm like, dude, like, are you going for <laughs> like search engine up. optimization? I had to, I had to message him and be like, Hey, thank you so much for the invite. You're blowing up my inbox. Chill. You need to chill. And it's, I like it, but then also I get tired of people asking the same question and I'm like and people are always like use the search bar and people are like well, I don't know how yeah. like I've, I'm in groups where the first announcement you see is a tutorial of right. showing people how to do the search that's the pin but post yeah poking around in there and then I'm like you can use orgasms to do what <laughs> I'm like oh yeah. really I love orgasms I love magic let's do them together yeah <laughs> So when did you start, like, you started experimenting, I assume, and trying these things out for yourself? Yes, because yeah. I'm very, I don't know the correct, like, cautious about trying new things, because mm. I always want to be respectful, um, especially when it's pertaining to, like, any deities, any, any kind of manifestation for me is a huge process anyway, mm -hmm. but I always want to be respectful because I want it to happen. Yeah. So I want to respect the space. I want to respect myself. I want to respect 
the universe or whoever source whatever people want to call god or whoever i want to be respectful of all of that but i also know that like sex is very taboo Mm -hmm. masturbation is even I don't know what's more taboo sex or masturbation and I was like well I'm not comfortable doing this with a partner so let me start off with just masturbation because I know how to get me to where I need to go real fast so it kind of went from there I started playing around (laughs) (laughs) Um, started kind of playing around with using that magic wand basically (laughs) figuring out the best way because the key to it is like to focus on what it is you're trying to manifesting as you're climaxing Mm -hmm. so kind of hard to do if you're not well practiced and figuring out okay well maybe i need to write this on a post-it and stick it on the mirror so i can see it when i get to that point Mm -hmm. or but eventually, after you practice it, or you turn it get, into a sigil or something like yeah, that, so, so you're that not you're, distracted by it. Yeah, so you're not like reading forty-seven sentences yeah. of what you want. Um, yeah. But I've kind of I, I don't want a call 2017 a Ford Range Rover with <laughs> right. this color paint and like yeah, and beige seats and candy yeah. paint. Less than fifty thousand miles, please. Right, <laughs> and I want it delivered to my house. I don't want to go to. Yeah. So it's it's a process. It's a learning process, and the good thing about it is. Um, sex magic is kind of low on the danger scale if you're practicing it solo. Yeah. And you always got time to do that solo. (laughs) Right. No, I think like, you know, the school of chaos magic is very big on that idea of Mm -hmm. like focus on a sigil, which for anyone who's not familiar, a sigil is you take your desire, your Mm -hmm. phrase, you write it down and then you sort of scramble the letters, you remove letters and you turn it into a little witchy diagram that then your unconscious knows what it means, but you forget what it means. Mm -hmm. So you're not distracted by that desire and you can just shoot that energy through it. And I know that that's become kind of the joke on the internet now is like, oh, the chaos magicians are always masturbating to everything. But I think it's a really powerful thing because it's getting you to, one, take something that you're doing anyways, right. but treat it ritually. You already right. have a ritual where you're locking the door and you're, you know, getting... Lo- logging into xnxx.com. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You're logging into wherever you want to browse and you're, you know, getting your tools of the trade out and mm-hmm. you're going through your whole process that gets your jollies off. And instead, you're now thinking about that, like, well, what am I actually consuming right now? Right. And what is the intent I'm putting into this? And, like, right. is this really making me feel better beyond right. that that one peak? Exactly. And you don't have to, like, I know people that ask a thousand questions about it. And then, like, a month later, they're like, I did it. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, and they're like, so I did it, like, four times. And I'm like, unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, manifest, I... I have beef with the law of attraction for some things, but generally speaking, law of attraction is like set it and forget it. Like those commercials from back in the day, you kind of subconsciously it's going to be there. But if you keep like mulling about it and thinking about it, then you start thinking about the how, Mm -hmm. then you start thinking about when, then you start thinking about all of these other things that are blocking you. You're like from the kid in the backseat. You're like, is it here yet? Yeah, is it here yet? Is it here yeah, yet? Exactly. And you can't, that is basically preventing you from getting whatever it is you're manifesting because now you've blocked yourself from receiving it. Lust you can't, for results. Exactly. You can't worry about the how. Yeah. Just do the work. <laughs> right. And I've always found, you know, my magic, I've always found to be wild and delightful and mischievous Mm -hmm. and unpredictable Mm -hmm. and you know it's never like oh i'm gonna manifest this thing and it's gonna show up next thursday if you want that 
order it online. Like right. that's, you know, <laughs> get your tracking number. Magic doesn't come with a tracking number. And instead, I find that it's that moment when I forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going through and then I'm suddenly like, oh, my God, I did a ritual for this. Exactly. Like, holy smokes. And like, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's like three days after the date. You're like. <laughs> oh my God, that's exactly the person I was trying to meet. Like, mm-hmm. how did that happen? Like, wow. And I think that's the fun part for me is it when is, you is. you have to like set yourself up for surprise. And I think that's why people have so many issues with manifesting stuff is because they never stop thinking about it. I'm like, you said, you're one and done mm-hmm. unless you get it and then you need it again or something yeah. like that. So I always try to explain that, but also... It's not like do or like your practice is your practice. It's it's your practice for a reason. But also there's just the way things are. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a combination. But it's it's worked for me thus far. (laughs) So can you tell us about like maybe like one of your first experiments or something that you tried to do? Okay, I have a lot of self-doubt and imposter syndrome and issues where I don't always believe I'm deserving of things or that things shouldn't just come to me. I should have to work hard for it. And that's just conditioning from growing up in America. Basically, mm-hmm. we are, we don't rest. Resting is bad. Yeah. Um, you have to work hard to get- it's that you know. Protestant work ethic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of But now went, we call it hustling. Yeah, side, side hustle queen. <laughs> But I kind of went from that to trying it out on small stuff. Like, okay, I want $25. Yeah. I want, and kind of worked up, for, I want $25. I want um, to be off work on a certain day. Thing, Little stuff that if it happens, it happens. If not, yeah. no hard feelings. Like, on to the next thing to explore. Yeah. And then I, it started happening. And I was like, well, I want to write for whatever publication will take me that will pay me Mm -hmm. and then I got a paid writing gig I didn't even ask they asked me like I didn't pitch them or anything and it kind of got to the point where I'm like okay well this is working yeah let's do more (laughs) so I've kind of moved up from my like focus has changed from monetary material things to more spiritual growth to more um, manifesting stuff to come into myself and my child's life my do- my dog's life I'm a dog mom too yeah I'm a dog mom plant mom and a boy mom so <laughs> like manifesting the holy things, trinity manifesting peace manifesting general abundance I don't necessarily need to be rich monetarily but I want to be rich in other ways like having a strong bond with my family and manifesting their happiness yeah. which it's kind of hard to manifest stuff for other people if they don't want it. Yes. But at least I tried. <laughs> well, I think you're hitting two very interesting things here. Like one is I think most people when they discover magic, they're kind of like poking it with a stick. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, what? Is this for real? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me 25 bucks. And you like poke it and then you get 25 <laughs> bucks. And you're like, all right, that's cool. And then I don't know about you, but I started to get this thing where I was like, well, I need to trust the magic. Right. I don't know what's best for me in every moment. Right. And I don't want to be like the, I always call it the monkey's paw, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm going to get my wish, but it's super <laughs> fucked up. And I'm like, right. oh, I'm so mad. Wish master. The wish master. <laughs> exactly. Where it's like, I don't want to be like, I want to date that person. And right. then my magical power source universe is like, oh, 
I was literally about to introduce you to the love of your life, but like, sure, why don't you and this train wreck start a thing? And so I think it's so interesting where we often start with this like focus on the results and this is Mm -hmm. the thing that I want. And then it matches with our own growth as we start thinking, how can I be a better person in this world? What truly matters to me? How do I take care of other people? Mm -hmm. And then you start to see how in a non-judgmental way, but like other people have to want the improvements and you start to see how often people stand in their own way. Someone will tell you like, I want this. And you're like, literally it's right there. (laughs) It's right there. Why aren't you grabbing it? Oh, it seems like you don't want that. Actually. You want something else. I also try to tell people when you're manifesting, you have to make it specific enough that you still believe you can get it. Yes. Cause people want to do like, I want X, Y, Z from ABC on this date at this time you know this exact amount of money and i'm like "Mm, too much because now you're gonna be focused on well how do i make it happen when you do have to put in work to achieve goals and achieve the things you want to manifest but you also have to allow the universe it's time to do the work too because the universe is gonna give I mean, everything, anything you speak is a spell. Mm -hmm. So when you're saying. Oh, we believe that on this podcast for real. Definitely. (laughs) When you're saying things, especially if you're talking negatively about yourself or about others, you are putting that into the universe. I'm ugly. I'm fat. All Mm -hmm. of these things. When if you spoke better and thought better of yourself, you would feel those things. And then it wouldn't matter if other people said it to you or not. Cause you'd be like, I, I can be fat. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true magic when you see someone, I mean, it can be very problematic as well, but when someone has a really powerful self image mm-hmm. and they're able to just like, you know, make things work that like nobody, like, it's like, Whoa, like mm-hmm. I have myself down. I couldn't make that work. And that person just breezed through that situation and maybe, you know, stepped on a toe or two, but they mm-hmm. just made it happen because yep. they, they believed that that was what was going to happen. And they yep. just walked that straight line and ignored every obstacle yep. in the way. My dad has manifested a free trip to India before. Wow. So my dad's kind of always been into semi woo woo. Like yeah. he's been met like, um, just like one woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoa yeah (laughs) he's like meditates very regularly Mm. and things like that and does the journaling and Mm -hmm. kind of vision boards stuff like that and i've always had that in my background as well so i think that helped to push it along um and then once i got my dad into crystals it was like oh dad's out here living best living his best life well that's the, the funny thing right now is that you could have like you know three different people someone who's like i'm a satanist and someone who's like i'm a witch and someone who's like I'm working on being a productive, better person. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what is your practice? And each of them's like, I meditate, I journal, I like focus on my (laughs) desires. Like, yeah, I think Satanists get a bad rap. (laughs) Yeah, I love what they're doing for civil liberties. You know, they're out there fighting that good fight. Um, So, okay, so you started with masturbation and manifestation. And then where did you go from there? Because then it seems like this journey kind of blossomed. That's that's still my bread and butter. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have, um, done like sex magic with partners. Mm -hmm. Um, I prefer to do it ethically with their consent. No one's ever told me no. (laughs) Um, I don't have any partners that like actively participate. Like I know people that do like affirmations together while Mm -hmm. they're doing it. And I'm like, that's gotta be weird. 
<laughs> but so that's you, you're like, you're like, hey, I'm gonna be doing some sex magic, and they're like, cool. I'll just be doing some regular sex. <laughs> yes, you're basically. Like, you're like, great. You do, and I just, I explain it. Let to me just them. put this sigil on your forehead, right. real quick. <laughs> I, well, I've gotten to the point now where I can focus on what I need to focus on for the most part. Mm. So I'll just let them know, like, hey, and it's it's people. Like, I know them, so it's yeah. not new. Like, I don't have to explain. So I practice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's more of a, hey, like, I have things that I'm working on manifesting. I would like to harness the power of this orgasm. Yeah. Are you cool with that? And most of the time, they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so, and I give them, like, the little short baby spiel on sex magic, and they're like, am, yeah. am I going to hell? Nope. <laughs> We're good to go. There you go. Just put in the Tinder bio. Just yeah, like, like you know, I will do. By swiping left on this, you hereby agree that I can right. harness your sexual orgasmic energy, the power for their, my own right. my own goals, and that you will be, you know, not harmed as a problem. I mean, I've seen it. memes where they're like, spiritual girl badge is way better. So they might be agreeable to that based on that. Yeah. That's so how, so when did this all get started for you? How long have you been exploring this? Um, I would say maybe like regularly exploring it mm -hmm. for the past two and a half, three years. Okay. Um, it just kind of it like I said, started small and things were working. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna not do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be doing it anyway. So I might as well, you know, go ahead and And had you had um um like experience with the world of like I don't know what we want to call it, but like sex positivity, like poly, BDSM, yes. kink, all of that stuff already, or that grew out of this? Um, it kind of sparked me to, the sex magic aspect of it kind of sparked me and giving that kind of like sexual liberation where I'm like, I don't need you to have an orgasm. Like, right. you know, lesbians have way more orgasm, like things like that, which I'm pansexual, mm -hmm. so I date men, women, whoever yeah. like i don't care are into. you hot or not yeah. that's that's what i'm looking for at first mm -hmm. and then do i not hate you yeah um, but <laughs> it's, it's a two-check process exactly dang yeah. that made me feel bad <laughs> but i kind of go it ha it it works my methods now it works i'm satisfied my partners are generally satisfied i go I do what I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Oh, that's so interesting. So how would you, um, I'm so curious about your spiel too. Like, like when I'm, let's start with this. So like when you're meeting someone, do you, is this like when you're getting into the bedroom, you give the like, by the way, I'm about to do some sex magic with no, you. Or I this don't, is it's not going to be like our first time. Oh, okay. Majority of the time, my spiritual practice comes up because people, especially here, because mm -hmm. people know me, like yeah. people see me on Facebook that I have ads and yeah. stuff. So they've seen your love, sex and magic. Yeah, yeah. That, that is me. Apparently, unfortunately, I had to get very used to being my brand. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard because I didn't want to be seen. I just wanted the products to speak for themselves, but I can't do that. So most people have either heard of me, they have a sister, a mom, an aunt, a cousin that yeah. has has brought bought stuff from me or they've seen me at an event or anything. So um, I think they all have an inkling. They may not know for sure that that specifically is something I would be doing. Yeah. Um, but majority of the guy, like if I'm if it's a guy, like my spirituality comes up at some point. Yeah. They all ask questions. They've all heard hoodoo voodoo rumors about 
spaghetti. What are the questions that you you get asked most often? I often get asked, are you a witch? Okay. What do you say? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't like the word witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I prefer... I don't even want to say root worker or maybe conjurer. Sure. Or bruja. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so interesting the different terms that people gravitate towards. Is. Like, you know, like I picked wizard, which is not the most common one, mm-hmm. um, but it resonates with me. And I mm-hmm. think a lot, like more than, you know, most humans probably should think about the word wizard. I'm like <laughs> on that level all the time. And so I'm always so curious why someone is like, I totally get it. Like, you know, like which doesn't resonate with me, mm-hmm. but like, conjurer like there we go right i think because i kind of go from i use things in my home i use crystals i use the power of manifestation i use herbs things like that in my spiritual practice so conjurer root worker things like that kind of work for me and it's a beautiful tradition you know it is is. um but i forget the question now (laughs) um well now i the conversation yes that's what it is so it kind of just goes from there. They'll be like, sometimes they'll say, are you a witch? Please don't sacrifice me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't do human sacrifice. Um, yeah. It's You're good. Yeah. <laughs> don't want those felonies. Yeah. Um, and they, they people ask me, um, well, if you're not a witch, how do you cast spells? And I'm like, well, some people don't call them spells. Yeah. Some people call them manifestations. Some people call them prayers. Yeah. It's all pretty much the same thing. It's all going to the same place. So... I get that a lot. I get the witch question a lot. I get questions about astrology a lot because a lot I ask people like that's we're having that first conversation. When's your birthday? Yeah. Do you happen to know the time you were born? (laughs) Where were you born? I don't care if I look weird, then I'm not for you. But I need that information because I want to look at your birth chart. And I try not to be biased when I do that. I want to give everyone a proper chance i mm-hmm. guess but also i want to look at your birth chart yeah. <laughs> just just because i'm curious and, and i want to meddle and i'm nosy so i want to see but also like i want to see <laughs> it's so funny i remember like the brief period where i was on tinder that everyone had to list their like height like that was the thing that like everyone it is was a playing thing. as as a tall woman i yeah. need to know how tall you are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or i'm gonna be like pythagorean theorem yeah. like trying to see like okay his hip is close to the doorknob so he's approximately this tall i can see that he's standing next to this column that seems to be at around three o'clock and the length of the shadow is let me google the average height of a refrigerator (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah i'm just wondering yeah like how many people are going to start being like i was born in oakland california on january 1st 1994 that That would save me a lot of mindless conversation i promise but i get I get those questions. Are we compatible? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to look at your birth chart if you have the information. But I I don't try to do synastry. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to do deep synastry, first of all, that takes forever. Mm -hmm. Because I have to get dig into my birth chart, dig into your birth chart. There's aspects. There's planets. There's houses. Yeah. There's... Oh, astrology is so much. I mean, full disclaimer, astrology is not really my bag. I have no judgment, but it's just, you know, (laughs) it's not, it it just doesn't really work for me. And my partner and I, on our very first date, we both were like, oh, it's like not really our thing. And then immediately Googled it to like look up and see what our (laughs) compatibility was. And we read like half of the thing and we're like, all right, we got the thumbs up. Like, this is good. (laughs) And then she's gotten into it more recently. And I feel Mm -hmm. so betrayed because I'm like... (gasps) 
how dare she now I'm in the conversation <laughs> where she's like trying to guess somebody's sign and I'm mm-hmm. like the one that's like just pouting in the corner I don't know like, I still don't really care about this <laughs> so I get that I get now I'm doing like plants and stuff in my business so they're like are you gonna poison me and I'm like only if you want me to like I don't why are you asking me these things I'm not a murderer right. like it's always kind of fear based or they're intrigued but also they're scared yeah. so I I would well, love to meet are someone both, are both scary I would love to meet someone that does not know who I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I think that's gonna happen because you're about to move and you'll yes. have a whole new plateau yes where people don't know that you are love sex magic Brie <laughs> yes because yeah. that's literally love sex and magic that's what people yell out to me when right. I'm out places I'm like hey <laughs> yeah you're like which one you want <laughs> Yeah, one of them's easy, one of them's a little harder, and one of them you're really going to have to work for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think let's get into the spell portion and talk about cool. how can people make their own make love sexy magic. Okay. Like, how do you how do you bring these forces into work? Uh, maybe so, beyond just manifestation, but getting into some like deeper sex magic. Okay. Um, like blood magic, sex magic? <laughs> Oh, well, let's start there. Well, I mean, a lot of men are very, very afraid of women's menses. So I think that, that is, is so insane. Like it hap- It's monthly. So here's here. I'll give you my little rant about it real Uh-oh. quick. But like, <laughs> it's so crazy to me that you go to Pornhub and you look in the category section and there are things that do not even exist. And I'm not shaming anybody. Like if you want to watch, you know, two CGI aliens <laughs> right, have sex watch, like, with the guy from Family Guy, like go for it. Like <laughs> God bless you. Like have fun. I, I, I'm fully supportive of that. Make sex even weirder. Mm-hmm. The craziest stuff, period, is not on there at all. Anyone who has ever it been exists, partnered. Though. It exists, but it's so <laughs> it's so off the radar. Uh-huh. And like anyone who's ever been with a uh, cis woman for longer than a month and a half. Like, you know, <laughs> you're going to encounter this. Exactly. And there's so much that you could fetishize about it. And yet it is like, even in the places that are the most like, mm-hmm. you know, raunchy, filthy, pornographic places you'll find, it is still the taboo of taboos. Yep. Like it is still off the off the chart. So I think people are still afraid about women's blood magic. That's deep yes. at their core. Men are terrified yep. of that. <laughs> so... Um, that is a thing. Yeah. It exists. It happens. I'm, but any form of sex or intercourse or whatever, exchange of fluids is yeah. an exchange of energy. Hugging is an exchange of energy if it really comes down to Oh, it. we know that now that Handshakes. we can't hug anymore. We're like, right? <laughs> We're like six feet apart. Yeah. Air hug, air mm-hmm. high five. But Our it's... biomes are doing all kinds of stuff that we're not even aware of. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but it's like... So deep, deep sex magic would involve um, lots of visualization for for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone else. Yeah, let's thing. just talk about your style. Um, if I'm trying to achieve something that is super, super, super huge and super duper important to me, um, I may edge myself. So mm-hmm. I might masturbate or be with a partner and edge like multiple days in a row so like get close to coming but not yes. go over that edge and yeah. kind of like i might do it like monday and tuesday and then wednesday's the full moon so i'm gonna like yeah. it's gonna culminate then and i kind of take advantage of planning around new moons and full moons if it's something super huge 
super important. Then I plan around the new moons and full moons. New moons are about new beginnings, new clean slate, bringing new things in. If it's something that I want to end, then I focus it on the the full moon. Letting go of that, getting rid of that, yeah. So, like, I've had to cut ties with people and try to tie cutting ceremony that didn't work because that's a karmic tie that is Mm. that i cannot get rid of this person during any lifetime like this is the first time i've had a child with this person in a lifetime Mm. but also get away (laughs) like (laughs) we've done this a thousand times let's not keep doing it so um i used sex magic to help get rid of that and we still have a working relationship because relationship because we have a child, but mm-hmm. it's not that every time we're around each other, primal need to be with each other type of thing. Yeah, it's more of a we have to do this because we have a kid. I'm here because so I have to get, be. Yeah. yeah, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, yeah. let's do this and then yeah. let's go our separate ways. Right. And I did that with sex magic, with edging myself multiple days in a row until I felt comfortable allowing that climax to happen. And it was really, really hard because I knew that that was going to break something that I have had for lifetimes. Yeah. Um, But it was necessary for me to be able to move on to the next thing in this lifetime for me. So I say try edging. I was thinking edging is a really interesting one because in terms of manifestation, it's like, you have to know what you desire, yep. but then you also have to delay gratification. Yep. And normally, when people masturbate, I think they're they're the whole aiming point is that for that. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to grab that brass ring or whatever. Like they got their eye on the prize. Yep. And so that's a really interesting one to maybe think about something that you mm-hmm. want first, and then take. You know, you don't have to go crazy, but like, right. you know, take a day, take, take a day, you know, two, you can do it in the same day. You can yeah. start in the morning and be like, eh, I'm going to stop yeah. here and then come back to it. Go that up afternoon. to the edge, peek yep. over, take a nice, you know, view of the landscape yep. and then let it all subside yep. and let that energy kind of mix around and then come back and do that again. Mm-hmm. And then any advice for when they're really going to, they're going to like Thelma and Louise are going to drive straight <laughs> off that straight cliff. Off the cliff. <laughs> um, I would say for me, it was a normal thing I do. I focus completely. As soon as I know I'm about to get to that point, I repeat in my head the affirmation. Mm, like I envision mantra. whatever I do, what, however I choose to do it, mantra, or affirmation, yeah. looking at something, thinking of someone, um, going to my happy place in the back of my brain, right, right. whatever it is, at that moment, when I get to the point where it's about to happen, I'm like thinking of it or doing whatever and then i let it go yeah because you have to let it go into the universe so set it and forget it yep (laughs) exactly (laughs) i love it now final question yes you have multiple partners yes and so when you're thinking about something that you want to manifest do you think about which partner is going to be the right energy for that thing yeah (laughs) of course (laughs) a lot of stuff i I like to deal in definites. Mm-hmm. So masturbation is always my go-to for certain things. Yeah. But if it's like little piddly, a little piddly. You know, nothing is a little piddly if you're manifesting it. But if yeah. it's like minor things like um, money mm-hmm. or I want to go on well, a Minor trip. things, just, you know, like money. Just, <laughs> you, you know, know, like. Sustenance. The, the evil symbol <laughs> that runs our entire society. Yeah. If Ooh. it's something like that. Um, I'm comfortable doing it with a partner. I'm, I'm not going to be partners with somebody that can't make me orgasm. Yeah. But I do know, like, 
I have a partner that I can't do any sex magic with because I can't focus. Mm. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. And that's its own ride. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that is not what that is for. Yeah. <laughs> but I have other partners that it is very slow. It's very sensual. It allows me the head space to be able to think of and focus on what I need to focus on. So. That almost makes me think of like psychedelics in a way where mm-hmm. it's like sometimes this is an experience that you want and you want to be meditative and you want to come back with a life lesson mm-hmm. about like what's my purpose. And then other times you're just like, this is awesome. I'm having fun. <laughs> and like that's as far as it goes, right. which is also, I think, magical and worthwhile. Right. They're both necessary. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Bree. Yay. For more of Bree's Love, Sex, and Magic, visit lovesexandmagic.co and look for her podcast on all of the platforms where podcasts are available. I mean, you're listening to this one, just search, it's, it's there. And to support the magic of this podcast as a ritual, don't worry about our Patreon right now and take whatever you have to give, whether that's $4.20 or $420, and donate to the Bail Project Louisville or the Louisville Community Bail Fund. Both organizations not only provide bail and jail support for those arrested in the current wave of protests, but are heavily involved in the ongoing battle to end cash bail and the racist system of incarceration and debt it creates. We're living in weird times right now, and so I think we need to be weird right back. So go do some sex magic, whether that's on your own or with a friend, and then right after you finish, donate to a community bail fund. Political upheaval and normal life, love, sex, magic, and revolution.